0: Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life back into the land. Oh, oh help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden. Grow.
1: Welcome to the the Urban Urban Homestead Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Annie, Justin, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at Lehmans.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S.com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Hi everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Um, first want to say how um, much we appreciate you tuning in because our daily downloads have steadily climbed to over 1200 per day, per day and we're thrilled to see that those numbers and kind of surprising but uh, that we're steadily growing so we do want to thank our listeners for tuning in. Um, so yeah you're gonna have to this is gonna be an interesting one because we have a lot has happened the last week so we're going to talk about what happened this last week. So. Yeah
2: majority of it is Nisi of a road trip to Echo Farm in yes. Monterey. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Uh, Farm
3: conference. How long has it been going on? 30
2: something years 38th. 38th annual. So. Yeah.
3: It's, it's a great conference. And uh, Anne tells it that I believe people they consider each other
1: like family. That's what it seemed like because it was kind of funny. And then we can get to that, you know, later. But it was almost like... Because we were there in 2009 and I, I was like... Sitting next to people that I, like, flashback, I think I was sitting next to you guys, you know, 10 years ago, and, and it was seeing the same faces. It was well, like, actually, it's like I never way, left. So. Yeah, let's begin at the,
3: let's yeah. begin at well, the beginning. Well, let's,
1: let's get to the start of we, how we, we
3: uh, learned about the conference, and Dad was invited as a speaker in... Uh, 2004, I believe. I believe in 2004, mm-hmm. and there was no such thing as PowerPoints. Well, there was, but only like some people pr- had PowerPoints. or things like slides. Slideshows. Like slideshows.
2: Actual, literally, yeah, slides. Yeah, internet
3: and the computers were not so advanced as everyone having access to, you know, projecting off your phones now. Um, so, I think it was a last minute It edition. was the last
1: minute. I remember printing up the slides like
3: the,
2: the night day before. We did, I, no, we hit it on the day. I we think we pulled it up on.
3: The night before, yeah. We had the, um, my brothers and I biked to Old Town Pasadena to pick up the slides mm-hmm. that we created. Mm-hmm actually little
1: slides, little,
3: <laughs> and uh, we didn't even know if they looked okay. We're like holding up to Eliza I think it looks fine, and we ranged them in the slide machine right before Dad did his presentation. Um, that wasn't. That was a. We were in this little tiny room. scripts room, I remember. scripts room. Um, and the lady. Tiny, and people like, there was two other speakers before Dad and.
2: Obviously, they ran over time. Each one would run right. over time. So.
3: And Dad, as he is always very good at present presenting, he had notes, and I remember him getting up there, and I remember the gasp at the before and after photos, and I remember people reacting throughout Dad's presentation with very audible responses, because uh, I was in the back of the room, and they were just very, very taken by it, and then... I remember the buzz. Oh
1: yeah. Well,
2: I the heard. people that weren't there, mm-hmm. then you got approached by people that right. weren't there. Right, and then after and the no, pre- weren't at that presentation. At the
3: pre- after the presentation, throughout the rest of the conference, people would approach us and said, mm-hmm. "I heard about this presentation. Mm-hmm. You guys created the biggest buzz in EcoFarm. because there was no such thing as really urban farming at that time."
1: And when we we could, had pictures. Who was it? Three thousand pounds then. At that time, probably three uh, or
2: four. No, we must have been at five because I think oh. two thousand four. We were. I don't well. January 2004, we might not have hit five. We were two, I think three And the projection and we were was to go at six. And, six.
3: Mm-hmm. and I do. I remember after the presentation being outside and just, there was just like this buzz mm-hmm. of excitement because I think people were used to the large farms and the small scale farming people that were before us. I think he, he was like 15.
1: Yeah, he 15 was 15 acres, acres. He was a pumpkin guy on yeah, 15 like acres. Yeah, like 15 acres, and Dad was like, I have a 15. Dad around. was kind of embarrassed when he went up because he was like, Well, I'm not real. I say urban. And really but we were real. on a
3: small scale, and the two people before us had acres. Yeah. Like in, you know, mm-hmm. triple digit, double digit mean, acres. Still that was small scale. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Dad was like, Well. <laughs> And I, I remember at the, the the food places, you know, the dinners we went to and up to the end of the conference, people just approaching us and like, hey, I heard about the, I know and what is this? What's going on? You guys created such a revolution. And that's when we went from, you know, kind of like people realizing we were creating something that yeah, was like entirely they were, special. We recorded
2: it, but the Echo Farm, right? We didn't record him, it, but
3: it was uh, EcoFarm recorded but then, it, but,
2: it didn't to but take. somehow
3: it cut off, and, you know, but I have dad's notes and everything. 2009. Five years later. Five later, you were Q- back. We were back in the big uh, big hall. Big, big hall H-
1: as a keynote speaker. With the bonafide
2: PowerPoint. With the
1: bonafide PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> now the big hall's a big deal. Okay, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with a CILAR, yeah, the. In conference and the big hall. El is, <laughs> is 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 gorgeous. It's just all right on the beach. It's beautiful. Um, the the architecture is beautiful, and so it's a conference center. There's so it's chapel. So you get to stay on the site. Um, they have lodge, and they have a fireplace going on and all at the it's lodge. Awesome. People are congregating it's perfect there. It's just to go there. You can walk down to the beach, like, literally. You can eat outside if it's not raining. They have the dining hall. So it's really great for... It's a conference, conference. ground, so mm-hmm. everything is self-contained. So when you're at the big hall, it's a big deal. And yeah. so 2009, yeah, we were at the big hall. And I think room capacity, was, like, packed. packed. And... Um, Dad ovation. showed dad got standing yeah, dad got standing ovation. At the end, end of the presentation, mm-hmm. Dad well, that got standing said about tears tears to people's eyes
2: mm-hmm. to the film. We showed
3: Homegrown Revolution followed by a presentation by dad and he got a standing ovation. It was packed, people standing in the back.
1: Yeah.
3: And they were like, I remember when you first came, nobody knew who you were.
1: But when yeah. we came back, we would mm-hmm. know yeah. and pack the place. So and that's where we ran into Chris Kirsten? Um, Sergio joined us on uh, Gutierrez. We had just us. come from homegrown film screening at, at Wild and Scenic. Drove
3: down. We visited uh, Santa Cruz. Um, and we just, but got uh, to meet
2: biodynamic him. farm. Right? And yeah. um, Our, uh, John Robbins. John Robbins. We did the same we met John, for,
3: Yeah, we met John Robbins. Diet the, for New America. It was uh, quite a trip. And I think Dad announced then at eco conference we were going to Greece with Homegrown Revolution because it was the first time mm-hmm. we got accepted
1: at a film festival. International. Like,
3: international, And he said we're going to homegrown we're going to Greece with Homegrown Revolution and everybody gave us the anniversary. Yeah rich.
1: so yeah so we made like I said friends there so like I said Chris Kirsten um and then we then we we started selling his olive oil on the front porch farm stand I hooked up with him he's a great guy. To the olive oil. Yeah and so like I said, it's it's a it's it's I think they say there's about up to 2,000 people that attend it, but it's, um, like, the dining hall experience, it's hard to describe. I mean, you come in there, and the din is just... Well, the big tables, like, Like, it's just, like, 15 people people around tables, Mm -hmm. and it's just, like, find a place and talk to the people next to you. And it's just, like, people talking, and hey, and friends, and, like I said, coming this time around, I was, I felt like I had never left, because I was, like, seeing the same people, that was pretty, pretty, I mean, it's kind of a weird experience, like, wow, you guys come every year, that's awesome, so we'll see about it's that it's like family it's like mm-hmm. you see
3: you next year at EcoFarm mm-hmm. and there's a lot of good information it's not just talk it's mm-hmm. people actually with hands on
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know uh, real life experience um, They have, yeah, so round to EcoFarm 2018 Annece was the one that attended
1: <laughs> we didn't all attend <laughs> we sent DC well, as a rep to just go and uh, remake re- the connections well it was a last minute decision because first of all um, <clears throat> I thought well, about well
2: the original it. intent was all of us <clears throat> going Right. That was the original ticket. Right,
1: but it is it
3: is kind of pricey.
2: It's pricey. As and presenta-
3: we, before we were as presenters, we were free.
2: Yeah. So this time to buy we to buy to buy a ticket for everybody plus watch the farm, feed mm-hmm. the animals, and it happened to be. Uh,
3: so Annie's wasn't
1: voluntarily yeah. nominated.
2: <laughs> Drafted.
1: Sure. Well, we're saying let's put it this way: it was it was. No, I don't think I should we're go. Yes, I should think you should go. House. No, no I should think you should go. Well, there was there were time she was debating whether she should go. I went to sleep. She was
3: not going. I woke up. She had bought the ticket. Okay. I all go- right. <laughs> it was a half an hour before.
2: You said, you said, I got to make a decision.
3: I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not it's 10:30, going. 1030.
2: It's 1030. It was half 10. an hour
3: before they closed the, the ticket register. And I you went to sleep ten- and she wasn't going. And then I woke up. and Justin was like, "Any spot the I'm in my room. She said,
2: um, I got to make a decision in 30 minutes. I'm going <laughs> go dude we have all day she
3: gets hey i was
1: working all day
2: so was i <laughs> Ten thirty at night making a decision said i'm going i am like uh well thank well you
3: yeah because i, I mean, had was, a long
1: day of working and i went to sleep she was like was i'm not no, going i'm not was, going i was like all right well because right, right. here's the thing i was in t- here's you failed to say it. i wasn't sure how i was going to get there so i said i figured i'd buy it and figure it out after
2: <laughs> Like <laughs> it's a
3: good plan, plan for
1: life do it, figure out the details later <laughs> cause I was like, if I, if I didn't get the tickets I had a week to figure out how to get there but well, it we walked out so, so how I got
3: there and he was the one that attended um, but yeah, have to say how I got there though well, there was Geordie train Sawyer There was train, plane, uh, greyhound bus or rideshare. Walking. pretty much everything was in the same price Rideshare there wasn't many people come from Pasadena so it was decided that it was cheaper to rent a car that had good gas mileage and uh, drive, and so I was voluntarily elected <laughs> to drive <laughs> um, with a friend Vera and tag team and
1: woke up at five.
2: Yeah, the schedule, the schedule you kept the schedule.
1: For yeah, five, woke two. up at five. Left by six yeah. to get out of Los Angeles. And you
2: got there. Drove up there. Got yeah. up there. Yeah. It.
1: Yeah. So we hit. Well, we 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 wanted to take the easy way. We didn't want to haul up the five because it just. Sometimes there's a lot of truckers on truckers, there, so and it's, it's
0: just there no sometimes,
3: there's, there's no hurry no and if you don't have to battle semis and that tension, you know, through the grapevine, it's, it's, might be a little longer on the 101, but yeah. you don't have to fight of, the relaxing. semis and the truckers yeah. and the grapevine.
1: So we stopped off for, after we got to LA, because like I said, the first, the first thing is you just want to get out of LA, because <laughs> here's the thing, we passed, was it the 405? Yeah standstill it like was a standstill nobody hobby. moving yeah, six yeah. No. when we were going past and the four or five you could take on is like see ya you know it was but just even like then moving. there was still
3: traffic on the 101 you know you're still navigating traffic out of la yeah but it was four or five i'm like how do i Anybody get to work? 5 yes. o'clock
1: in the morning, and it's a standstill on the yeah. floor five. So. so as we got a little bit of traffic, as we hit Cent- right before Santa Barbara because of the They're Montecino mudslides, they had they had a whole line of disaster relief trucks go to So it said trucks. Uh, that was they pretty, narrowed that was pretty down nasty. 101 to just your regular traffic, and the
3: rest of it was disaster relief. Yeah, trucks and, and boulders.
2: Somebody gets blocked.
3: Yeah, they it, said disaster relief trucks because they have to get there, and they had all these... Um, bulldozers um, and generators and it's in Montecito emergency um, lanes
2: so Montecito is a a community outside of Santa Barbara Mm -hmm.
3: Uh so that's what slowed down because there was some construction and the Montecito mudslide so we slowed down a little bit in traffic but that's okay because I got used to the rental car and adjusted the rearview mirrors that got unadjusted (laughs) (laughs) and walked out to music
1: for a while yeah so then we had uh, got out for you know stretch our legs and walk the santa barbara pier for breakfast then got back in the car and the second stop was pismo beach on the dunes there that mm-hmm. was uh, had a little lunch, snack there yeah lunch snack there then it was going through the beautiful country beautiful, it's just beautiful. you know past the and it just the cows the, on the, the green hillsides uh, the big oaks spreading out and the rolling hills and you just want to go oh i want to live there <laughs>
2: Did I tell what I was doing that morning?
3: No, sorry. You can't. Well, they, that well the thing sorry. is. You it were packing forget. farm boxes. Was just, there was
2: I volunteered for that duty. No. <laughs> no, well
3: you can say what you There were was doing. a little bit of farm I boxes. would have to say on Anise's and my part. Sorry. You remember the route and there was certain when you start reaching close to Monterey you remember the last two times you mm-hmm. came. And then when you arrived at Hasilmo we pretty much parked in the same area, which is, like, towards the front, because mm-hmm. we don't walk in the lot.
1: Well, yeah. you know what, there, were, there was not just those memories, because as we hit Ventura and Oxnard, those yeah. were those memories. Because we, we, yeah. we used, hey, to, grandma, rent, yeah, we did we used to rent a, a cabin on the beach. So there was a lot, lot of, like, oh, memory, Oh, Santa history. Monica, I mean,
3: uh, Santa Barbara with mm-hmm. our grandmother and dad. Mm-hmm.
2: and. So, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, so there was a
3: lot of, like, remembering some stuff, but still, It kind of hit. I couldn't, I didn't have time to, like, deal with it. It was like, okay, gotta get back on the road. But if I had time, I might have not been in a good shape. Yeah, cliche. I was a, I, was a, I wasn't. Because walking down to the beach and, I so that's actually. why I was like, all right, we're taking pictures, you know, let's do something, we're going to do your drive roads, we're going to take pictures of your drivers because I was trying and you're to you're like, bye! Yeah, and I'm like, bye, we're going to Starbucks, sorry.
1: <laughs> well, we need to on the side <laughs> of the road. <laughs> yeah, <I'm sorry.
3: laughs> well, because I, you know... Mm-hmm. If it was wasn't winter time, I wanted to take the PCH down. Well, sunsets of yeah, or six. Yeah. So we were there at one something and I wanted to get at least some coastline in before starts on yeah. But there were some memories cuz walking into the hall and just flashbacks. Cuz those were like pivotal times in your life when you realize like 2004 realizing that the impact you the having. impact you were yeah. having, it was very frightening that you could create something like that and then coming back in 2009 the prep like i wouldn't say the pressure but i remember being the dad's tech person the pressure in this in this huge (laughs) hall i'm like my like the computer is just gonna fry i mean i just remember the pressure i was the tech person for dad and i had to do the the video to the powerpoint and do it
1: seamless to dad's thing i remember just being completely was that guy helping you in the corner there i know there they have now a guy. look No, it was all on me. Wow! So they're I remember being dispar- just completely.
2: No, because when we started, PowerPoint, the originally it was slides. Mm-hmm. The PowerPoint thing was new, new in two thousand nine. Where then you started seeing people doing it and then mm-hmm. putting video to yeah. the PowerPoint mm-hmm. and then seeing. Then nowadays everything can. Yeah, do oh, a, you your can do it off phone. your
3: phone and your iPad, but I just remember you know the pressure of making dad's presentations. Well, it was dad like, and his
2: kids come in. That was yeah, the, that was the support team. And that yeah, was that was it. Tech support, that was... Uh, Camera people. And we had DVDs and we had...
3: Mm-hmm. So there was some, there was some memories, just walking down to the beach, because we would walk down to the beach and, and stuff. So that was, that was a very... Uh, yeah, so tell us about your trip Any, home. you know, I could... I had to leave or you know, like, <laughs> I gotta go, but I could see her. She was, you know, a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> Trip home. Yeah. Uh, So generally, I was like, I saw a Starbucks. So now you went down
2: the one. Well, I said I
3: saw a Starbucks on the way in. Sorry, I'm hitting Starbucks. And the story is, I... Walked into Starbucks and I was like, What is your most caffeinated drink? <laughs> the lady looked at me. I'm like, I got, just drove over here from LA and I gotta drive back to LA. She goes, Oh, I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so she told me this drink with two chefs' espresso. I said, Does it have a lot of caffeine? She said, Yes. I said, Give me that. Your the large. largest one. <laughs> and Vero just started laughing at me. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so we got it. And then I talked to somebody, I went to the bathroom. and
2: Because well, we were the there previously to the Montecito one. It was either an earthquake? Or well, was, yeah. Big
3: Sur got completely was closed off. Was it earthquake or, or just some landslide? Yeah, some landslide. Big Sur got completely closed off in 2016. Mm-hmm. And they said it drew... You know, it was an isolated little city. And it anyways, took it back to, like, dark, dark ages. ages. They have since cleared out some areas to Big Sur. But it, the PCH, the one between, you know, Northern California it's all the way to L.A., yeah. is closed off. It's truncated in the middle. And I was aware of this, you know, through the map apps and you know, a friend of mine who drives that all the time, he was like, It is closed. But I talked to somebody in Starbucks, they're like, there is this little road, a little friend a friend of mine was like, Yeah, there is this road and I'm like, Is it open? And they're like, Well, it's kinda not known. It goes through a private road and it goes to a military, <laughs> military base. So I'm like, but can you drive it? They're like, Well, it's not recommended. I mean if you go down you might have to turn around and come back. I'm like, Alright. So I you know, the, the car I was with hadn't seen Northern California coastline. So I'm like, come on, you got to see Northern California coastline. Like, you have to. Bucket list, Northern California It says, coastline. bucket list. I told yeah. her, I said, this is one of your things in your bucket list. You have to see the Northern California coastline. And so I'm like, you know what? If I even have to turn around and go back to Monterey, it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, so we hit the one, we drove all the way down, and, yeah, she was completely excited. And uh, I was driving because I'd seen it before. And it was good weather. Yeah. Was, the sun was out, so you got, you know. All i was right. driving because i'd seen it before but still i'm I told her, i said, i still get excited like a little girl i'm squealing no, oh look at that <laughs> well you're coming
2: down you're right there on the yeah going up you're on the inside well the passengers right there mm-hmm. so they get
3: you know they're like shooting photos all the time and i'm like like so i said we're stopping at everything we were just like pulling off all the time like pulling off and um, that's the
2: 17 and a half
3: hour <laughs> i'm like we're not i don't know why I we're pulling <laughs> off at everything and yeah, we're taking photos, and you know, just like, this is the reason why we live in California. Unfortunately.
2: So fortunately, the oh, you, yeah. the detour worked out.
3: Well, so I get to Big Sur, and I'm kind of there's a little anxiety in me. I'm like, wow, you know, because I'm the one that knows the roads. So the, I'm, the, I'm the, responsible to get yeah. everyone home safely. Yeah. That famous bridge is right before Big Sur, right? They repaired it. Oh, okay. So so you got. They it. had been wiped out. They repaired all the famous bridges. Okay. Um, yeah. That's At Round like, Big Star, it's on that one that yeah, that if people are not familiar. Yeah, I pointed out. She's like, I've seen this in commercials. I'm like, yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Round Big Star, they actually the whole road was new, like it was new, completely new, not blacktop. even yeah, no blacktop, ones. not even lined. They had little tags in there because they had rebuilt the whole entire road. Um, so around Big Sur, they repaired the bridge. Everything was new. Things went down to one lanes mm-hmm. because of the they had lights. Um, you know, turns green. Yeah. yeah, and the person, things went... Because they're repairing everything. I was like, wow, this really took out quite Big a chunk of, of Big Sur. And then one of the things was interesting was that actually they spanned PCH several times with bridges. So you went under tunnels because the, wow. the, uh, the whole site was so unstable. They actually just... Forget about it, and they build? they showed it up with like fake rock, and they just built tunnels. So they because figured it, that it, just, it, it just it throw it into the ocean yeah, next it time. Falls, yeah. it so, so these tunnels again, it falls were over. pretty cool. Like I've never went through tunnels on the big um, on PCH. Um, uh, so we went to Big Sur. So I took a you know a cute little town. It's adorable. And we I went to go hug a couple redwoods. <laughs> that was insane. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, hug a tree. Three thousand years old. <laughs> I hugged you know, a couple of redwoods. Ran across the road. Tree Yeah. Oh, sure. Well, so I stopped at the big store post office and talked to this lady, and she's like, "There is that road." I'm like, "She's like, I was like, really? Is it open?" She's like, "Yeah." She goes, "But talk to the bartender." And I went to the bartender. He he's like, "No, there's no road." I said, "But they said there is." He goes, "No, there's no road. Turn around." And I was like, "But three people told me." I said, "There is this road." He goes, "Well, it's not recommended." So I was like, "You know what?" I turned to my passenger and was like. We're gonna do this, right? All right, let's do this. It's a two and a half an hour detour, and it's right before you, it completely t- closes off. Like
1: it doesn't connect to San Simeon at all. It's completely. Yeah, you,
0: closed.
2: Would,
1: you can tell what happens. You, we, our tradition from coming up from Northern California. It's to hit. San the Simeon. Well, you drive at,
2: by Hearst Castle. See he the was it buffalo or cattle? Yeah, those.
1: There's buffalo. Yeah, there. but art.
2: On yeah. the thing, and then to see the elephant seals.
3: On. At sunset. So I was at telling San you all Simeon. about these elephant seals, <laughs> but San Simeon was closed where the elephant seals were. And I'm like, it's going to be sunset, so it was worth driving. The PCH at least even if I have to turn around because mm-hmm. there's no way we're going through mm-hmm. so <laughs> I'm like I have this little GPS app and I'm driving and it says Nasamita Road or whatever it's called Nasamita Ferguson and it's like got all these like could be closed and see I was warned that it goes through a military base and if the military are running excursions at the time mm-hmm. or bombing exercises <laughs> Or, they uh, will shut down the road and they don't care if you have to get through. They shut down the road and make you wait well, as they complete they
2: glow-in-the-dark red Chevy Cruze <laughs> so you can see for <laughs> miles around. They're
3: like, it goes to a military base because it, it's privately owned. They can shut it down anytime they want. The military can do whatever they want. They can shut it down and say, fine, we're running a bombing excursion <laughs> for the next 24 hours and you're just going to have to sit in your car. Um, but the lady was like, you know what, I don't think they're doing anything at this time. It's too late and all that. So I was like, okay. And I remember driving down the PCH and there's this, like, I could see it on the little app. I'm getting closer and I see this little tiny road that goes straight up the mountainside. I'm just like, luckily I have a rental car. <laughs> I was like, all right, we're going to And it. was a one lane. Uh, one day I'll post the screen cap on my Facebook. It was one lane, this kind of, like, back and forth, like, earthquake seismograph. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys get sick? No, I wasn't. Oh, I mean, oh, I don't get, okay, I don't get sick did, anyways. I, 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 <laughs> if I was in the
1: backseat. I'd probably
3: be. Yeah, uh, I don't get sick anyways, but it was no. awesome because you went from, it was an unusual experience because I went from usually the PCH to beautiful mountain, cliffside, mm. staring down an ocean. Oh, wow. It was incredible. Like, I will go back on this road again, mm-hmm. just because it's completely worth it. Mm-hmm. And just driving on the side, it was one, and it was like these hairpin turns, and I'm like creeping around, and like, hoping nobody's coming down, and people were coming down. It was really weird. I'm like, like, creeping around, like, oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I was telling Vera, I was like, you find a turnout, find a turnout, and I was like, I didn't see a turnout. I'm like screw it we're parking here and we parked it and we ran down we took pictures like it's so beautiful <laughs> then we ran back to the car um well it was cool because you're going up the hillside and it you know drops to the ocean wow and then you plateau and then you drop into redwood forest and campgrounds i mean beautiful beautiful campgrounds
1: mm.
3: like with ranger stations and it was just like streams were coming down and washing under the road i was just wow. like what is this magical enchanted place? It reminded me of New Zealand a bit, oh, oh, oh. and I was like, I'm coming back here, and and uh, it was like. They said the locals know this place exists, and they don't really say it much. <laughs> and then you hit the then you hit the military base.
2: You're podcasting. it all
3: over to all these
1: people. <laughs> well, it it connects with the one on one. I heard but this on a yeah, two and a half hour detour.
2: the all this RV. Like, I heard it
1: on the Urban Homestead podcast. There's all, this all road. these RVs. Like what the heck? Well, RVs cannot take this road. I don't that know, is Arby's the one. It. That is the
3: one thing. It's a one lane road. Uh-huh. And it was funny because as soon as we dropped on the other side of the mountain, the car windshield just fogged up. And I couldn't see. I had was like, okay, where's the defrostos? Because it was because the just temperature. You could just see the fog come down mm-hmm. the mountain. Mm-hmm. It was it was incredible. And the streams and just like that mossy mm-hmm.
1: undergrowth. So where'd you drop down into? What was the side you picked up? Was it Paso Robles? What, what, uh, uh, Bradley? We? We okay, so we, from, picked, yeah, Bradley, we picked okay. up Bradley. Yeah, we picked up Bradley. But between
3: we're dropping down the mountain and all these beautiful campgrounds. Between there and Bradley is this huge mm-hmm. military base. Mm-hmm. And you go through this hoop, and I don't know what it is. It's like infrared something around <laughs> Really?
2: Yeah. 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 You, did you take a
3: picture of that? No, because a sign 20 said. feet before it Good. said, you are now entering military base. Do not stop. Oh. Do not use your cell phone. Do not carry your cell phone in your hand. <laughs> Do, <laughs> Do not be seen with your cell phone. You may be subject to search and seizure at any time. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I was driving, I was like, what was that? And I actually backed up. <laughs> I was like, should we take a picture of that? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving, because I'm like, you know, 45 miles an hour, and I saw that, I said, phew, what did that say? She was like, I don't know. So I backed up, <laughs> and I was like... Uh-oh. Take <laughs> so we went pic- through this check a picture of
2: the thing that says don't take, take a picture. And it was like
3: like you and you know you'll be watched, <laughs> your satellite watched and all this stuff and I'm
1: like you said waved. Yeah, I know. So you go through this hoop. I don't know what it was. It
2: was. <laughs> decontamination. So so, you no, know,
1: it's probably. you know what it was. Probably a giant uh, X-ray machine. Yeah. It was probably because there was, was a your checkpoint. Yeah. There was a checkpoint. Nobody was in there.
3: But yeah. it was a huge. It was a, a little yeah. building. Yeah. And I'm like, is anybody here? You know, and you kind of get a little freaked out because they have all these signs warning this morning and I was joking, I said, people are going to come out of ghillie suits out of the... out of the... <laughs> not watching too many Netflix series. <laughs> well, because it, you drop down the mountain and there's this huge prairie. I mean, like, not a prairie, like a meadow. It was beautiful. It was a meadow, but the trees were really... It was dusk. It started becoming dusk at that time. And so it was that gray in between, and the trees had no leaves on them. They yeah. were these like... Was a fire? They looked like baobab trees or whatever yeah. those ones. Baobabs. baobabs.
2: Yeah, baobabs.
3: baobabs. They look like that. Just like roots. That I don't know. Really like, what trees Maybe it was those. fire. Maybe burned. I don't know. And it was just upside down trees? Yeah. It was interesting. interesting. And I was like, this is so creepy and when driving. I'm like, I really want to take a picture, <laughs> but I'm not.
1: So I'm like pushing There's all it. the military bombing. <laughs> they did. So
3: it was like, and I was like, kind it weird.
2: Chemical said,
1: warfare. Is this creepy? It was just
3: me. She's like, no, it's <laughs> creepy. Because it was just beautiful metal, but these This reminds me of a Netflix trees. series, and it doesn't as does. well. <laughs> <laughs> there was these really creepy trees. And we're just driving, I'm like, I'm like, swear, <laughs> I'm like, I swear. We saw this on Netflix. I'm like, they're going to come out of the prairie, and they're going <laughs> to seize us. <laughs> I like driving down. <laughs> and it just like, they kept going and boxes. going, this military base. And you never trust, see, the thing is I never trust Google Maps. I have caught, occasionally pause and make sure like, okay, these roads are leading somewhere. And it said, take left at this, take a right at this road. And I'm like, do we really take a right at this road? So it says take a right. And I stop and I looked at it and I'm like, okay, do we take a right? I get to that fork of the road, to the left, massive white military base. Like, it mm. looked like. I don't know what it was. It was just weird. (laughs) (laughs) To the left. And Google Maps says, go to the right. I'm like, we're going to the right. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like that creepy, like stone walls and... I don't know, and like who, it just was like, and not a single person around. Wow. It was just Incredible. so weird and creepy, and it's that dusk, and I'm <laughs> creeped out. <laughs> it's creeped out. And I'm just like I'm, seen this I'm like, I'm in <laughs> a military base that can seize us anytime, subject so to search and seizure and confinement, and I'm just like, okay. And then so I went right and uh, went nice past sense. Apparently, I didn't have the time, but apparently Hush built a mission. Oh. in that valley. And I know where it is. If I had kept going straight, it could have been one of the most beautiful missions that nobody knows existed. Really? He built a mission. They said it's a gem. Nobody mm. even knows it's there. On the next well, now they do. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: Sorry. <laughs> they said it's incredible, what he built there. And I wanted to see it, it sounds we didn't like have another time. another road trip. I think we are. Didn't yeah. have time, so we go, and then we passed through several more of those weird hoops. And I thought we were out. And then I see another hoop in front. I'm like, we're not out of the base yet? No, and then the, then the, then a convoy comes toward us, and I'm just like, okay. So I keep driving, and so I'm driving, and all of a sudden I see flashing lights coming to me. I'm like, ah! I think I started going ah! And then I pass them, I'm like they're turning around, Are they turning around. She's like, no. I'm like, are they turning around? She's like, no. And then we we're probably out of there.
2: It was was a like, straight shot. Like,
3: yeah.
1: Like, Goodbye.
3: And I kept going, but I was like, so I'll come back. back here. We come. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. So we popped out and used almost a half a tank of gas in that detour. And I'm like, okay, we got to find gas and coffee. <laughs> so I walked in. And this time I knew it's to order. And I think we were so amped on caffeine. We rocked out to pink Spanish music, and there was Bollywood Spanish music and some other stuff in there. Okay. And I think we were just like, ee! on caffeine. I mean, I, I just remember a lot of noise. Well, uh, the
2: joke I had, because I figured, three girls in a car, and I've been in the car with Jordy, and it's, she likes her loud music, so I texted. I said, can you turn down the music? I can hear it from here. Because I was trying to, I, could, I know what was happening, they got really loud. Somehow
3: in there, Justin Bieber got in there. We're like, that is bad. We like critiqued him and we actually found the real song. Pandora? Out. It was Pandora? Uh, no, because here's, it was Spotify. So I don't know. She was my DJ for like quite a while. And I just like, there was some Bollywood music in there.
1: And stuff. <laughs> well, we're rocking up to, what was it, pink and up the waist. Because cause what happened was, for some reason, well it's, way new, up.
3: well, it's a it was a rental car. It's an eco drive car. Mm-hmm. And what it does. There must be a way to turn it off somehow. But see, I, I'm used to really, really old bucket cards. old cars. You plug in your phone into the jack and you figure it stays charged. But these eco cars, they actually shut off every time you slow down. So, so it actually shutters and sluts,
1: shuts, so shuts off. Pan- and you're like, is the car still on? So we didn't play our Pandora. Because, because we were, uh, the, it didn't charge enough. It didn't charge. So we were saving the juice for uh, for, for mapping. Photographs on the way back.
2: Mm.
3: But on the way up, because we hit traffic. We drained our phones because the car wasn't charging the mm-hmm. phones enough. There
2: must be a setting to change. There that. must
3: be a setting because it literally stopped charging. The yeah, phone. so was radio, basically radio. Okay. So uh, it's from the
1: 80s, 90s and and and, and Yeah, there, now was p- there was some pink, there was some
3: pink, Prince and um, Elton John maybe sometimes yeah, It was yeah. really weird.
2: We got <laughs> back at 10:30, said, "Hi, I'm home." And I'm I just five, was like, "Wow, well, a
3: trip was like, fun." He's like, "You're not going to tell me I said, I'll tell you." The wrong. <laughs> I'm going to sleep.
2: It was the first time I heard it, so no. Yeah,
3: <laughs> no, but, cause, but I do if, if you know, they said that the PCH will not be open till November 2018. Wow, it will not be open. Um, I promised my driver mate that I will go up to San Simeon, come the up the other LA, way yeah, this way. way. But I do think that canyon is just worth it to go to visit again. Yeah, so what
1: happened on Wednesday was Farm Box Day, so we were just keeping it in touch because we, we, you know, it was like, How's it going? How many boxes? Because you did have. People come in and help route, you, so... A yeah, route. volunteer come in. Yeah, so we made sure that it was, you know... But, um, yeah, so I guess I'll but pick up... But they got up,
2: no postcards. No.
1: Yep. Well, I, <laughs> my back phone... To, I brought you back empty Starbucks yeah, cups. Back, back to
2: the subject of this podcast, Echo yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. So my it.
1: phone, yeah, my phone was... Deep. I would have said you have more pictures, but first of all, like I said, my phone is so old. Well, it's getting older. It's having a hard time charging, so I just was saving it just to text. But, yeah, so that was... So yeah, they dropped me off. I made sure they, you know, we got to walk the beach a little bit before they headed back. So, you know, checked in and um, yeah, it was it was um, surprising to see how much it grown since um, being there. Uh, you know, the registration wasn't where, where usually, well, for me, it wasn't where it usually was um, seeing things on the Schedule um where things were held is like oh wow you know the seed swap used to be in the small little hall now it's in the massive big building so it still
2: was it was it was uh, what do you call it elbow room when we were there the first time it was throw your elbows and fight for seats kind of <laughs> really they actually people
3: walk in and dump dump on the table then, then run. and run <laughs> yeah
2: so that is the seed companies would come in with year the dates that pack sell by dates mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. seeds there's nothing wrong with it but they have mm-hmm. a sell by date. Mm-hmm. And they just lose percentage of germination rate, so I remember, they would have it was a, it was it would chaos. have it was seed almost, companies yeah. that had because it was the end of the year. I mean the new year. They couldn't sell it, so they would donate a bunch of seed packet, and it was like a feeding. It was intensity. held in
3: the like, little tiny it basement. Was like a basement hot water. It was heather. It was a yeah. Heather, it was a so basement was underneath, and P. I mean, like I said, it was like a almost like a full contact seed swap. Yeah.
2: You, you had any mouth we were throwing and
3: elbows and and people just diving on the tables. Was it the first time or the second time? First time was like ter- like not mildly
1: ter- mildly terrifying. Yeah, yeah, no. Second time we were prepared. Prepared for this <laughs> for <laughs> the elbowing, yeah. but it was in the same the place now because, like I said, it gotten so big and they're doing um, they're doing like um, scions of
2: cutting uh, So it's
1: seeds and scions now. So it's in the main hall, and it, it I'll get to there. It was still pretty big, but I'll get there. Um, but yeah, so to see how, how it changed. Um, just in the facility wise, but of course, it was like you know, I was very familiar, so it wasn't like oh I didn't know where to go, but I just had to find where registration was. So.
2: And what, what room you were in? Right? Yeah, what room we're in?
1: Yeah, because I was I was familiar with the outline, so it wasn't like oh where am I, um, and so that was that, and so um, I you got in. called me.
2: you said, "How does how does this keeping work?" <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, usually. <laughs> like, I, oh,
2: he called me. And said. How does this key thing work? What well, I was, looking, looking, for like, like, I I
1: was looking for a slide. I was looking for a slide. They just go in and out, right? No, so it, it had no thing. It just had it had a little. It has a little, it had a little button, and I was just, you just I oh yeah, you swiped, it swiped it. it. Yeah. Okay, I well, was see, tired. I was out of service for three hours. <laughs> yeah. I was tired. It started yeah. sort of raining at that time, um, like a drizzle. It was a long day. It was a long day, and so I just wanted to dump my crap and just go back down to the <laughs> to the lodge and sit in the fire and wait for. I was waiting for. Meet up with people. Meet up with people at the Wayside Farms people to go to dinner. So they were a little late in leaving, so I was there charging my phone, and then we hooked up. So I hooked up with the Wayside Farm folks there at the the, the detention facility up in uh, Casaic, and so it was consisted of Chris, Patrick, Lori, Jessica, and our friend Sergio. So they was were interviewed
2: there. for podcasts a couple of months ago? Yeah. So.
1: They had a table there doing their just, you know, Showing out their program, yeah, yeah their, their their program, uh, how they're trying to transform lives and community. So, so it was good to have, you know, a base of people that I could hang with. Um, and so that we was nice. family
2: that yeah. could be there, but yeah, so people it, that you're familiar with.
1: Yeah, so it was dinner there. Um, so it was first night. So the there's a lot of pre-conference things going on. So people were already there, but there's like a whole pre-conference thing, and that's a whole other tours and this and that. So, for the ones that are attending the conference, start to, you, you, it starts at Wednesday dinner. So the conference goes, if people don't know this, it starts Wednesday sort of evening. You check in um, and there's a keynote speaker Wednesday night. Then there's full day of workshops on Thursday full and Friday and half of Saturday along with keynote speakers. And extra events, so Farm there's
2: tours, yeah, beach gatherings.
1: there's mixers, there's round tables, there's Wine films, tasting. tastings. It's, it's just talk about full, and so they have um, the workshop schedules. They have a morning workshop session, then they have an afternoon workshop. What was an example
3: of what kind of workshops.
1: We yeah, were? so the workshops, um, for instance, I couldn't get all of them. I couldn't get all. So they have a nice little thing at the back of their uh, pamphlets like a little. Um, flowchart. Yeah, flowchart. If people want to see it, they can see it at the website. Yeah, the what
2: website.
1: website.
2: Echo-farm.org Yeah, I believe so. Echo-farm.org
1: yeah. yeah. So I had highlighted some, so I wanted to What's see... some of the ones you wanted to see? Yeah, I said what makes soil healthy, utilizing social media, knowing your worth, setting prices and keeping them. Knowing your worth, Yeah, sounds like a good I'll one. I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Community supported, um, but outside the box. Um, another one was market to market, fruitful relationship with small scale farms, tools and techniques to perform to improve, sorry, irrigation efficiency, daily drip irrigation, and the farmer and the chef utilizing bunnets. So those are the workshops I highlighted, but there was uh, other ones like no-till farming, you know, uh, advancing the food Fortunately, justice. Fortunately, they
2: have good same ones you want to see at the same time. So you have to pick, pick and choose. Pick and choose which ones are the ones you want to see, because some of them, not say not relevant, but one help us out.
3: Right.
1: You know. Like, I mean, ranging. some of them, well, some of
3: them like
2: um, <laughs>
1: small, yeah, like um, <laughs> <cat lifestyle. laughs> okay, like here, yeah, you know, hedgerows. So I was like, okay, I'm not doing hedgerows. Um, floodplain farm. So no, it's like, okay, nice. that's fine. So that helped, you know, narrow it down. Um, narrow it down. Um, so, yeah, I took lots of notes. There was uh, I'll go to all the workshops. that. So so that was the first, um, was the keynote. Well, you're, so-
2: you had to stay up to, you want to see if the girls got home safe. Yeah, so-, so I stayed up,
1: but I was there was a keynote speaker who talked about soil, the three keynote speakers were, let's see if I can, I don't know, remember their names, but there was three, I think two of them for Nebraska. They were like, oh, this is, Left-out. no, no, it was, um, let's see, the three ones. The first keynote speakers of the on Wednesday was Ray the Soil Guy, uh, Arculeta. not sure how to pronounce that, then North Dakota farmer Gabe Brown, and then molecular, um, molecular biologist David Johnson. So it was all about regenerating our soils for and hope for farming and climate. So they talked about how um, he showed the picture, which was uh, a lot of them did the powerpoints. That, that was she, just
2: one night. That was just
1: one night, yeah. It was one night. That was like the opening keynote, um, 8 o'clock to 9.30, those three guys. And so... Um, So he showed it was like about no-till. He said basically uh, no-tilling has been the downfall of civilization. He showed Babylon, he showed the Middle East. Yeah, so he said this is, you know, this once used to be beautiful. This once had like lush stuff. And so we we basically uh, tilled it to to death. death. So he showed, um, he did a a test and they showed it. It was video. And so they took the hard, uh, they took the till soil. um, that tilled from farm. So till, till, and they put it, they cut it out. And then they, they put the whole, like the sod, like a, it was like a big chunk sample. of sod. Yeah, yeah, a sod, plopped it on a, um, a, a board, plank. And then they took uh, the no-till sod, plopped it on a plank, and then they rained on it. So they tied these little things, you know, sprinklers, mm-hmm. which rain. I think they did it for five minutes. So there was some sort of confined so, testing yeah. up thing. And then they had these, they had under the soil, they had, notes? they, under the soil, they had um, like Trains. a, a draining thing and then going to to two to glass bottles. So the the the, the uh, tilled one was filling up with dirty water like Shocking. and the no till one drip drip and the water yeah, was, was clean. It, yeah. So then they held it up and it was like the one was filled and they said see there's the topsoil underneath and it was like this much. And then they showed, showed the other one and said, see barely much water and was clean. So people were just like oh because I mean that I mean that's just I mean, just the visual was like, okay, that's all I need to see. Got it, you know? Because it was like that. That was proof. I mean, that was proofing that. Wow, all you well, I mean, do was see that. that, that,
2: that. People that don't. And he know, said that.
1: Yeah, he said but, that. I mean,
2: people that know it's
1: still shocking. It's still shocking because he said he showed. He was like, oh, no till, no till. And he said, I showed this to farmers. Yeah, still And he's like, that have he's like, they are blown away, and they're like, oh, no. you know. He said. It I mean, we know that, out. and that's still. A lot of things, and then of course it was the uh, also the integrative, the integrative, like what Chris Kirsten, uh, pe- uh, like the Savory Institute, the hooves, digging in the soil, hooves digging in, past the rotation, past, the, you know, that rotation and and doing like the aeration. We also
2: Chris Kirsten. Yeah, so the
1: aeration, so okay. that was, you know, familiar with that. Now what it, you know, could do for our small scale um, thing. But it was, you know, if we don't have if we don't have soil, we don't, we're not going to be around anytime soon.
2: So we'll turn into a desert. <laughs> uh, we're getting close. I know. Yeah. So that
1: I mean that is like I said that that was a kickoff, and that's that, that was, was only, one day. That was not night, even one. Sorry. That was one evening. Night. So you can imagine um, all the stuff.
3: Well, like, yeah, I mean, it, just looking at like Instagram when you like click the hashtag tag EcoFarm 2018 is like really. You know, if you go on Instagram and you just hashtag the EcoFone 2018, a lot of really people sharing information and just very positive vibes that come out of that. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Well,
2: you also called it the Beard and Flannel Convention. <laughs>
3: Well, somebody hey. did post that hey. beards and flannels. They did you? Yeah. Oh, see, I wasn't. good beards and flannels. You must be organic farmers. Oh, somebody posted. Hold on, see. I saw that today. Oh, see, I wasn't. Ag- Looks see. like beards and
1: flannels must be an organic. Farm. I told you. Justin was like, "How was it?" I was like, "Beards and flannels, baby." I was saying it in a nice way. I like beards and flannels, so beards. no offense, guys. Just calling it out. <laughs> just calling it out.
3: Hey, as we stay across from my brother who's bearded (laughs) I could make the
2: cut of this unspecified network because I had beard and flannels
1: I just called it like I saw it so it was beard and flannels I don't think there was clean shaven dude in the there wasn't very many clean shaven dudes in those
2: That
1: was okay. All right, back to farming. Okay, so what was... Okay, so then, yeah, like I said, you got to get up early because you got to get breakfast. and They they provide breakfast. If you buy the meal ticket, you get breakfast, lunch, and dinner.
2: And it's worth it. And lodging. Because you don't have to travel off-site. No, it's
1: not worth it. And you you said you pop down to the beach. You just take a break during the conferences. Here we go. I see flannels and beanies. Must be organic (laughs) (laughs) farmers. This is so (laughs)
3: cute. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 on instagram i see flannels somebody a friend of mine posted who was at eco farm too he posted a picture of the sweet seeds and a friend of his sarcastically commented underneath i see flannels and beanies must be an organic farm or conference
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah um, so, the so one, how do
2: you top the first night
1: <sighs> yeah i know i was tired though so and then uh, what you know
2: um, so you sat next to somebody for breakfast right I can't what remember,
1: okay, this is, like I said, ra- I ran into a lot of people, so, I said, well, I don't remember who I sat with breakfast. I'm not correct. Was it Kurt? No, that was in, maybe it was. I I'm losing track time of time
2: today. me in the morning.
1: It could have been. That could have been dinner that night.
2: Dinner or breakfast? Wednesday? Wednesday? No, Wednesday? sorry. Wednesday?
1: Dinner, I had
3: Oh,
2: Heath and No,
1: it Friday, she posted,
3: sat with Heath
1: oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, no, it's it, it kind of it's like a blur. I'm like, you know what? I, I just Everybody's here's the thing. Skip the days. We'll, 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 just, we'll, just, well, well, we'll tell our listeners. I just got home and I am <laughs> processing the trip as I speak right now. So, and reading
2: your notes.
1: And reading my notes. So the we'll one. Just that, skip the
2: days and says highlights or low lights. Yeah. And you guys fill in what day it was because.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Thursday is was a big no- Thursday is the big one of the biggest nights at the farm conference because it is a seed swap. It has mixers and then things like that. And Friday night is also big because it has a dance, but I'm, I'm on Thursday right now. So, um, yeah. Thursday
3: you didn't post that you were with anyone because I think you were, uh conference, but you said Thursday around noon, you said about the guy who came to the Fox thing last year. Okay, yeah. He so ran so into
2: a couple people.
1: I ran into a couple people. I think the guy's Adam, name. Adam. Right. said Adam. Right. And the guy's name was Chris. So I, this guy came up. Well, actually, I was in line, line. He was right behind me to dinner the very first night behind me in line. And he goes, hey. And I go, oh. Because... I was like, he looked familiar, and he was with his wife. And he's like, hey, I just came down, I I talked to your dad about bees, and he said, I must have talked to I said, yeah, I remember you. And then I talked to him after. He said, you know, really got an inspiration. And him and his wife have a farm somewhere up there, and they're raising like microgreen, not micro, well, salad green, salad mix and livestock. So they're really inspired, it was really nice. And actually, it was funny. Every time, because you know me, I'm like, I like to be first, and, and, and I wake up early they were in line every time with me like and they're like it was like we must be farmers they were like the him and his wife were like the first in line the almost the first in line and guess what hungry. i and that was like you know there was a couple people and i and, and you know maybe down like and they're like what i was like he's like we keep running to each other must be our farming thing i said yeah it must be we're just so used to waking up and want to be first so just like oh i was like really Again? To be first? <laughs> and then we keep running to each other in the workshop he goes guess like minds speaks think alike i said yeah i guess so because we were running in the same workshops it was pretty funny but i did have, have had a good time with the wayside um, farm folks so sometimes i would ha- hang out with Lori, and we we'd um go off actually Lori took us to an antique store we kind of absconded she blew the place. Blew the place. After lunch, there was a little break of an hour, and Lori apparently loves antiquing, and so does Sergio. And so she's like, you got to see this two-story antique mall oh, that's I famous. It was
2: just farming. Yeah. Heck oh, no.
1: Boy. It's all about antiques and farming. Well, and vintage stores. Here's the thing. I couldn't afford anything in that place, but it was beautiful. <laughs>
3: I was like, I wanted to stop in Malibu, some of the vintage stores. But the drive was
1: worth it because you went around the peninsula, and yeah, it yeah. had the, the things. Um, and, yeah, it was beautiful. And... And the houses on the hills and the gable, they had, I, for some reason, all the beach, or not the beach, the things on the beach were like gabled, like green gables and something gables, ends and stuff like that. So, uh, and it reminded me of New Orleans, the, you know, in San Francisco, the pretty houses and the cute architecture and stuff like that. So, yeah, and then and then I got, um, Jessica was really fun. We'd, we went to a lot of workshops together, so tag teamed on that. And then... Uh, so the first workshop that I found fascinating and I wanted to go to was knowing your worth, setting prices, and keep them. Because as you know, Justin, we have a hard time knowing our worth, right? So I came back with notes to help to help with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> does it have a worth down now? on monetary number. No, it doesn't have it doesn't have worth, but it does say. it us
2: get some things. Yeah. some. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Is this the love what you do, or is this? The
1: no. The, well, let's see. Let's see. Um, you have to be motivated by money
2: <laughs> this <laughs> is what they said this
1: is what they said yeah i know to want to make money because making money is being sustainable to, towards sustainability and quality of life so by m- making money you can help others by caring of your land and caring of the people around i was around actually it.
3: telling someone the very information I was like, okay and you can go
2: to the workshop yeah <laughs>
3: I was telling a friend of mine, I was like, you can, she was like, wanting to do things for the it." I
1: said, yeah, that's great. I'm all for that, too. However, <laughs> when you make money, you can share that love with others. Right. So they suggested the Lean Farmer Handbook. Um, I that is. not read it. And yeah. so either, and of course, like that whole whole trick is if you, you could, um, she went through the spiel of how um, she had a farm box and she, um, she and her husband were running a farm box uh, subscription, you yeah, know, CSA. And they brought one time over uh, the box over to their parents, and the parents were horrified in a sense that that you sold all this for this much, and they're like, "You have to raise your prices. You're you're this is wrong. You you should. It's way worth way more than that." So they decided to raise it by two dollars a box. But in in raising two dollars a box, they sent out an email explaining why they raised it. So and. Um,
2: and nobody complained. And
1: nobody complained. And then it was like, oh, we should have raise it a dollar or two more. And and stuff like that. So so her thing was you either just decrease volume to maintain you know that whole thing. So if it's of a bunch if your bunch of greens contain ten leaves, go maybe go down to seven. She and they she showed a chart. I took pictures of some of this, so she just um, showed a chart. So by decreasing ten percent, you you also increase your uh, profit by, as she said, I think it was $10,000 over a year. So that's pretty impressive. So, um, so, yeah, she had to make some hard decisions. For her, she had told her story was she had 15 acres, uh, X amount of farmers markets, X amount of CSAs, X amount of employees, um, and stuff like that. Um, and so she said, you know, that she had to scale back. And she, it turned out that she was actually, after she scaled back, she was actually she okay when they had that acreage they would actually make salary and she, when she scaled back the salary the, same, the salary. same salary for herself so it
2: was Long interesting story.
1: so um another points were were um your lifestyle practice your worth ethic you can't just work yourself to death you're you're not sustainable this no? was another one you're not sustainable <laughs> if you're not around you're not healthy you're if you're not around and you don't have a legacy in 25 years yep so that's I was a like, whole
2: nother podcast. Yeah,
1: so twenty-five <laughs> year uh, legacy. So um, yeah, so that was that, and so that was that was quite um, been in business for over fifteen. Yeah, no,
2: well, no, selling so as flowers as 96, yeah, 20, 20, 96 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. yeah.
1: Then the next workshop that I wanted to see was thinking outside the box for CSA. Um, so this guy had some good points. He was fourth-generation farmer. His family's been farming since 1893. <laughs> Jeez. And his yeah. thing, when he walked up, he says, just want to tell you folks, what got you here won't take you there. And so that was his thing. He worked you know, so many hours a day, you know, and he was getting... He says, get paid for what you do. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> so he says, you thing. know your... T-, that said, is you, hard. So, yeah, he said, you know your typical bell curve... I do so He's, much for free. Yeah, so he said, you know your typical bell curve... He says, he he, he he called it wonder, thunder, blunder, and then under. And he says, you can't go anywhere by riding the same horse. So maturity is identifying stuff and starting over. You could be a victim of your own success. So he said, basically, find out what your customers want, survey them. It's all about selling your produce, selling your lifestyle, selling uh, 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 an idea to your customers is not it's just more than about the food yeah,
2: we also. So, I mean just on because just spin off on that a little bit because of um, dad's death we're having to i would say i was going to say tweak a little mm-hmm. but I would say maybe tweak a lot mm-hmm. because because being a man down we have to plus adjust plus so much. staying in business plus changing Adjusting with the changing um, amazon whole foods kind of Uh, You gotta fight, you gotta fight for it. So, we're changing, we're streamlining, we're simplifying our thing. I think
3: we've changed at least every 10 years. Before, yeah, I was
2: like, well, I'd say three to five, three to to seven. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, Yeah. like what we sought out, we don't, it doesn't always stay. Yeah, what we were selling
2: selling originally Mm -hmm. 20 years ago, we couldn't make a living. So, we had 10 years ago, we're changing what we can sell. Yeah. we might have to wrap this podcast up in part two.
1: Okay, so, so we'll we'll wrap this up and we'll continue the part Echo two form. of Echo Form 2018. Um, yeah. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for
2: we'll joining us. Again. We'll see
1: you next time.
0: Let's go down to the urban homestead, past the and by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life back into the land. Oh, oh Help the garden grow, singing, oh.
1: The Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. We come to the end of our show.
2: Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Be sure to tune in until next time. This is Annie. East. Jordan, down. Keep, Keep on fun. growing.
0: Oh, oh, help the garden grow. Sing it oh.
1: Remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback. And if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.